I'm trying to look at solutions to address the gun violence directly and not be overshadowed by a court order that is not going to be enforceable. I'm telling you that right now. It's going to waste our time. I want to make sure that we have real solutions to battle the gun violence. So that was the sheriff of New Mexico's most populous county responding last night to the governor's controversial gun violence order, calling it unconstitutional. Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham last week declared a public health emergency and announced a 30-day ban on carrying firearms open or concealed in public areas in Albuquerque and its county. She issued the emergency order after the shooting deaths of three children this summer. That includes an 11-year-old boy shot and killed outside of a minor league baseball stadium just last week, as well as mass shootings in the state. The Democratic governor's move is facing push pushback from law enforcement officials and gun rights groups. At least two organizations have filed lawsuits arguing that it violates the Second Amendment. And over the weekend, some New Mexicans openly defied this mandate during a protest. We all agree that the, the governor has overstepped her authority and is actually in violation of the law. I don't know what her thought process was that she suddenly thought she could trample the Second Amendment. Joining us now for her first national televised interview since issuing this order is the governor of New Mexico, Michelle Lujan Grisham. Governor, thank you for your time this morning. And let's get to exactly that. We just heard from the sheriff. He joins the attorney general and others who say they won't enforce it. It's unconstitutional. Why do it if it can't be enforced? Well, that's their opinion. They have no bold actions. They don't have any plans for reducing gun violence. Every single aspect in terms of preventing gun violence, uh, funds, uh, uh, crime labs, uh, more than $150 million for retention bonuses and recruitment of new police officers. I'm focused on one thing. Uh, we have the third highest gun-related injuries uh, in the country, 90% higher than the mm -hmm. national average. We lost 143 children between 2017 and 2021. It is unacceptable, and it calls for immediate and swift and bold action. And frankly, the evidence bears out over and over again. Fewer guns on the streets makes everyone safer, and I'm focused on everyone's constitutional rights, not it, just those the NRA says I should be focused on. Yeah, it's not just the NRA. Here's one other concern from the sheriff. Here's what he told my colleague Caitlin Collins last night. In a couple of months or a year down the road, we're the ones stuck in court, and we're the ones getting sued over all of these infringement of uh, rights and all these other court battles when I could be focusing so much more on crime. Has any law enforcement officer in Albuquerque or the county actually enforced this yet? Well, we haven't uh, issued any civil penalties, but that doesn't mean that we're not and that we don't have the ability to do that. But that's and a no, right? This is the pushback I get from every single, well, it's a no this minute, but that doesn't mean that we aren't, and it doesn't mean that we don't have additional police presence. And if not this bold action, making sure mm -hmm. that you're safe going to the grocery store, you're safe going to a baseball game, you're safe walking on a hiking trail, there are individuals including young people, where it's illegal today to have a handgun, openly carrying handguns. My question to law enforcement is, where are you? Where are you? In that young 11-year-old, Froylen Viegas, yeah. 17 rounds were fired into that gun. 35,000 rounds are fired at least 
annually in Albuquerque alone. You are not safe going to work, getting your prescription drugs, or going and to a public park. And it wasn't just about a cooling off period. It's about making sure that everyone is safer while we do bolder work to get at both the drug epidemic and the gun violence epidemic. Look, and, and it's not for police to tell me what's constitutional or not. They haven't supported one, not one, gun violence effort in the state of New Mexico, so governor, including domestic violence protections, universal background checks. And I know you want to ask me a question, so I'll take a breath. But it's these are NRA talking points about their rights and not about anybody else's. And it's not a ban. It's a temporary pause okay. so that we can make this community safer. I, I hear you, and I'm glad you mentioned Froilan Viegas Viela's name, 11 years old, also in July. You had Amber Arculeta, 13 years old, killed. You had Galilea Samago in August. I want to mention those names because those are kids. They're kids who shouldn't be shot. It's but disgusting. we also have, Governor, the Constitution of, the, of New Mexico and the Constitution of the United States, and you're an attorney. Do you think you're on solid constitutional ground here? Well, um, we're going to see. I mean, look, I wouldn't do it if I didn't think I had the right. I have the but right. Where is the right? Where is the in right? In the state of New Mexico, public health, it's a suspension. It's not a ban. And we'll see what all of these court actions mm -hmm. do. And I did say publicly, Poppy, yeah. look, I got a Supreme Court that says my... Uh, personal bodily autonomy can be restricted. And yet NRA and other uh, issues, the Second Amendment keeps getting broadened. So the Bruin case in New York, right, yep. that uh, deals with concealed carry uh, right. and uh, cases and, in Texas that say you can governor, be what a, I'm talking a drug. About. You bring up the Bruin case, the but Supreme Court last year. Let, let me just ask you this, the, because the Supreme Court last yeah, year sure. totally changed what we're allowed to do, what you're allowed to do. And they said, unless you can base it in the history and tradition, you don't have grounds to do something like this. The New Mexico Constitution, I looked last night, Article 2, Section 6, says this, quote, no law shall abridge the right of citizens to keep and bear arms for security and defense. No municipality or county shall regulate in any way any incident of the right to keep and bear arms. Are you not in violation of both the U.S. Constitution and your state's constitution? I don't believe that we are. And if that narrow reading of the Constitution, which has been tested in the state, we wouldn't have universal background checks. We wouldn't have a waiting period. We wouldn't have a red flag law. We wouldn't have uh, prohibitions for straw purchases. None of those would have been deemed constitutional. And today, all of them are. They were before These the Supreme Court right ruled right discussions. That. Fair, but they haven't been tested again. Okay. And so for law enforcement, and I understand they're I, not really. Look, if you want the community to be safer, mm -hmm. show me that you can do that. If you're not going to stand up for these kids and really test as hard as you can, mm -hmm. getting fewer guns and dealing with gun violence in a meaningful way, then you're basically saying that you won't be responsible to protect the yep. citizens of the state. But, so, well, I will, and I will do everything in my power to turn the tide and to make sure every New Mexican, particularly children, are safe. To law-abiding citizens, gun owners in your state, I think they're wondering um, this morning, is this more about making a statement than about enforcing mm -hmm. this? I want to play for people an exchange you had with a journalist at your press conference last week. Here it was. 
Do you really think that criminals are going to hear this message and not carry a gun in Albuquerque on the streets for 30 days? Uh, no. You said no. Are you going to keep doing this? 30 days, 30 days, take it up to the Supreme Court? Or is this about a statement right now? No, listen, um, I can make any number of statements and already have. In 2007, I was very clear about where I stood in my initial uh, congressional uh, race um, about gun violence. So this is nothing new. But the rates of gun violence in my state, third worst in the nation, are absolutely unacceptable. And while I see that it is getting more challenging to find strategic efforts that keep everyone safe, that doesn't mean I shouldn't do them. And it's not the only thing in the order. It's about public places. It's about making sure we don't have guns at schools. It's about testing for fentanyl in wastewater at schools and other areas and where I think that we have a growing problem. To yep. be clear, in your executive order, you're right, I mean, only one part that. of this is is being challenged by yeah. the courts. You try to do a lot That's of other right. things. I'm glad you mentioned that. Just let me ask you one final question about executive uh, power, yeah. right? That's a big thing you're testing here, too. Are you overreaching? Let me give you a hypothetical, right? You're a Democratic governor who's doing this. What if a Republican governor of a state declares a health emergency and unilaterally uh, outlaws abortion in that state, where the legislature has not done so by statute? Following your logic, would that also be sound? Uh, in, in this situation, honestly, I don't think so, but that is what's happening in this country, is that we've got extremists on this question uh, and on reproductive rights. And the issue about the emergency order, the difference here is I had an 11-year-old that was shot and killed with 17 rounds in a road rage. I got a call from a surgeon whose husband was killed in the exact same way in Albuquerque. Violence is growing. Every single investment and strategy, mm -hmm. including a bold call to action, has failed. And here, this is about protecting everyone's rights. The Republican governor is about restricting some rights. Uh, and uh, I, I I think we're going to see these challenges yeah. uh, across the country. Well, but I'm going to stand up for the children, and I'm going to stand up for public safety in Albuquerque. We, we will watch as you do, and I was ask, asking about the law itself and the reach that you have under the Constitution of the United States and New Mexico. I'm glad you came. This is a really important discussion. Please come back anytime you'd like to continue the conversation. Governor Grisham, thank you. Thank you, Poppy.